Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery Show. Final hour of the program is the start of the Brown Liquor Music Hour. Chuck always gets first request. A little SWV to get us going. And uh, how many royalties did they have to pay Michael Jackson uh, for all of this? Because this is human touch. Yeah, I don't... Or human, uh, human nature. I so, I think a local... DJ made this version, uh-huh. so I don't think they ever. I think other oh, radio somebody, stations just kind of picked it up. Somebody, so I don't know how that works. Pay, hold on, somebody had to pay royalties. Yeah, ain't, ain't no way Michael Jackson's estate just let this roll on through. No, no, no. I agree. I just I don't know if it had to go through them if they had to handle it because again, a local DJ made it and it took off and got popular other DJs wanted it and so right. I don't know how from that vent, from that standpoint I don't know who has to pay because they weren't the ones that were like hey make this record you know what i mean right what uh um didn't they have that um that battle with Escape, Escape and, yeah. And, and they actually have a reality. I don't know if it's still coming on, but they have a reality show too. Do they really? Yeah, the 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 two groups. Yeah, I mean they're very. Ta- I mean Escape is. Yeah. They, or I should say SWV is. Uh, SWV. They they are SWV is a very talented group. Yeah, like and then they, you they, know they, one of them is married to Eddie George. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, I think it is Taj, the one named Taj. I believe. Where are they from? Uh, I think they're from New York. Okay. Yeah. I think they're from New York. All right. Yeah. So again, um, and, and I'm not picking on you, Day Day. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not picking on you. Okay. Uh huh. But, um, what it 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 takes you a while to look things up, and then you become the fountain of misinformation when when you look things up. So again, I found this in like six seconds. Um, in 1975-76, playing at their new arena, the Nuggets edged reigning champion Kentucky Colonels four games to three to make the 1976 ABA Finals for the first time. Eventually, they lost to the New York Nets and Julius Irving. They did not get a second chance to win an ABA League Championship as the ABA-NBA merger took place after the 75-76 season. Nuggets, Nets, Pacers, San Antonio merged into the NBA. The spirit of St. Louis and the Kentucky Colonels were disbanded. So, again, um, you know, like what takes me three and a half seconds – 
It feels like five minutes when when I ask you. You know, well, you know, I got like a million things going on. I, I, listen, all I got, I'm, <laughs> I'm just all I'm doing is talking on the microphone to keep people entertained and listening, and you know, not having dead air. Like I could have dead air. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I could I could take dead air and we could just you know have play that for a while and and see how it goes. But uh, again, so um, yes, the Denver Nuggets did make the ABA Finals, losing to Julius Irving and the uh, New York Nets in 1976. And then they went to the NBA right after that. So that's where, when you talked about the 47 year, that's what I knew that they they were certainly in the ABA well before 76. So uh, they became the Denver Nuggets in, what, 72. Um, they, were, they weren't the Nuggets from 69 to 76. They were in the ABA. Um, but then they became the Nuggets come 72. And then uh, obviously they, you know, they go on and uh, play in the ABA finals in the final year of the ABA. So, so wait, you're so I'm because what I'm looking at says they lost in the finals. Yes, they lost in the finals. To, but, in, they, but again, I in asked 76 because, again, this is the first time they've played in the NBA finals. Right. And I asked if they had ever played in any finals because I knew that they were in the ABA. Right. I knew that they were in the ABA. And then I years said they before. lost in the 76 ABA finals, but you're saying they won. No. I'm saying that they lost, but you didn't even have them playing. Yeah, yeah, I said cuz I'm looking right at it. I said I, they, I know you're looking at it now, but you no, did not No, no, I'm say looking that. at the one that I read. The one I read says they lost in the mm-hmm. finals in 76. That's the one I'm reading cuz it doesn't even say the team. It just says as far as who they play, it says 76 ABA finals where they lost playoffs where they lost in the finals. And that's what I said. I'm telling you. Do we have to get the tape out? Well, we got the tape. <laughs> well, I don't know if I don't know if, the, I don't know if it, we got the tape. I don't know if it downloads or records. I mean, you know, nowadays nowadays it's hit or miss as to whether or not it downloads or records or what have you. So um I'll be honest, I don't remember you saying that they had made the ABA finals because I I told you, I said, because you said you said they had been in the league since 76. I said, well, wait, they were they were in the ABA well before 76. And that they date back to 1969 in the ABA. And I knew that they were actually um, 67. Um, they were in the NBL. And then uh, they were in the ABA starting in 1969. Uh, and then they went all the way to 76. So I knew that they were – I knew that they had been in the, in the ABA well before um, 76. So, because you had said that they, you had said that they were in the NBA and ABA. Well, forty-seven. Yeah, the forty-seven-year yeah. history is only their NBA. That's history. only their yeah. NBA history. Yes, that's their NBA history. Because when the league disbanded, they were merged into the uh, NBA. Well, maybe the NBA. Maybe I should say maybe the ABA lasted longer than that. But most of the teams in the ABA merged into the NBA come seventy-six. So, there you go. Um, anyway, this whole thing makes my head hurt. And, um, so. <laughs> Um, I will. I will try to do all of the researching and development of of everything like that to make sure we get it on a quick and timely basis. Anyway, I'm just being an a hole, but I like being the a hole. Um, anyway, let's get to a college football roundup. It's time for the college football roundup. A complete look at all the collegiate football action. Sports Radio 92.9, the game. So the SEC earlier today in the big story in college football announced that for the 2024 season, they are going to an eight-game schedule with no divisions. 
So no more SEC East, no more SEC West. They will only play the eight conference games. So the talk was whether or not they would go to nine conference games. They're going to play eight, but they'll do it without divisions. Now, is this going to be a case where we're going to have a three- or four-year run of Alabama-Georgia or Alabama-LSU every year in the finals of the, of the for the SEC championship game? Like, this feels, obviously, it feels very top-heavy. And, and I think that it, it's sort of like Clemson in the ACC, right? It's very top-heavy. And you always felt like, and again, I know that they had the division play in the ACC, but it always felt very top-heavy. And I wonder if that's how this is going to feel now. Now, look, I don't mind the eight games. I know everybody's got angst about, you know, oh, we should play more conference games, things like that. Okay, but if you're going to, if it's going to take away the potential of the ACC-SEC rival games, then I don't want to do that. I would, I would, if I'm getting Auburn and Missouri instead of even Florida, Florida State, I don't want that. Like, I don't want that. And, and I, and I, and again, you can make it to where that if you have the eight conference games, if you're Florida, you can play Miami and Florida State in the same year. Now, they don't do that very often as much anymore, but that the whole idea was the round robin of things. So I don't mind the eight conference game schedule. I'm okay with that. Let me have the ACC-SEC matchups, even if it is Kentucky and Louisville. Like, some of those games have been really good over the years. Right? When Kentucky was pretty good and they had – and Lamar Jackson was at Louisville. Like, some of those games were pretty good. So, when you get those kinds of rival games that are – and, again, I'm I'm regionally biased on this. You know, Southern, you know, Southern football. Yeah, I have a bias. I mean – I don't think that you're going to have Georgia-Oregon be a rival every year at the end of the year. But certainly, Georgia-Georgia Tech, you know, I, I know some people don't like that rivalry. Oh, we could live without that or this, any other. But I, I, I enjoy it. I mean, that's, that's on Georgia Tech to get good. Yeah, nobody's beating Georgia right now. But that's on Georgia Tech to get good. That's on them. That's a them problem. Bad news for you, when Georgia Leary was here, he didn't have a problem beating Georgia because they weren't Kirby Smart Georgia. But he had no problem beating Georgia. Those are some of the classic games of all time in the last 25, 30 years of this series. So I'm I'm with Kirby Smart on all this. I, like, it's a non-story. He, keep it eight games. They're going to play everybody. The way the schedule is going to work with Oklahoma and Texas coming into the league is that they're going to play – um, every team on a home-and-home home in a four-year period. You're going to get Alabama-Georgia over a four-year period where they play a home-and-home. Home. What's wrong with that? Georgia-Texas, Georgia-Oklahoma. It's not going to be 17 years in between Georgia-Oklahoma football games. It'll be you play everybody in a four-year span on a home-and-home and, home and make it happen. The division thing... I'm not as enamored by I, I'm I like division play. Like I, I like having clear cut divisions where you play everybody in your division and then you cross pollinate from there, right? I wonder if LSU had something to do with that because 
LSU always fought the idea of they had they had Florida as their Eastern Division rival game, right? So for Georgia, it was Auburn, right? Georgia Auburn, oldest rivalry in the Deep South, right? That was always the the the, the you know East West matchup. For LSU it was Florida, and some of those years Florida was really good, <laughs> like national championship caliber good. So Florida or sorry LSU always felt like that that was a disadvantage for them to have to play the Florida Gators every year, but be a better program. I mean that's that's it. I understand that you know what was it? Um, I think A and M plays South Carolina um, as their cross game. Um, I can't even remember. Is it uh, maybe it's Vandy and Arkansas or something like that? So yeah, there's some of those matchups that aren't very good, but there are some that are outstanding. You know, some that are, some that are deep traditions. Tennessee and Alabama, right? Third Saturday in October, one of the great rival games in college football. Well, Nick Saban's dominated them. Well, he didn't dominate them last year. They found a way to win, and they didn't. And he didn't. And Alabama wasn't dominating when Phil Fulmer was there. What was it, 14 in a row or something like that for when Phil Fulmer and Tennessee when they loaded up on Alabama? So I I don't mind this at all. I, I don't have a problem with it. I don't mind an eight game schedule when. All is said and done. So, um, and I like the idea of keeping, you know, potentially these ACC games in place. Um, the Holiday Bowl is suing Pac-12 um, over UCLA's uh, twenty, uh, sorry, UCLA's twenty twenty one withdrawal. So, the organization that runs the Holiday Bowl is suing the Pac-12 conference and UCLA because it backed out of the twenty twenty one game citing COVID-19 concerns. Now, think about this, okay? Because of COVID-19, they backed out of the game, and they're getting sued now. So the San Diego Bowl Game Association is seeking a minimum of $3 million in compensatory damages in a lawsuit filed on Wednesday in California Superior Court in San Diego County. UCLA announced less than five hours before it was supposed to kick off against North Carolina State on December 28, 2021, that it was pulling out of the game after three defensive linemen tested positive for COVID-19. Now, think about this. Think about this then. Think about it now. That, right? You said that was the COVID year? or, or Well, it well, was 2021, so it's the year after COVID because 2020 is COVID year. Right. They, they had three players that came down. So we were still fighting some of the effects of COVID-19 right. in 2021. So they announced five hours. Because remember, they were trying to fill that game. Remember right. they were trying to fill a game? The 10-page filing comes from more than 17 months, or sorry, more than 17 months after negotiations between the Bowl organization and the Pac-12 failed to come to a resolution. The filing by the Bowl organization alleges a failure of defendants to accept responsibility and accountability for their conduct, which caused substantial damages to the plaintiffs. They said the bowl game organization lost nearly $8 million due to the cancellation, including a $3.6 million in ticket revenue and $1.4 million that had to be returned to the game's title sponsor. Now, it, it is kind of funny to hear to hear this in 2023 now, right? Because, again, this is still after the effects of COVID and this, that, and the other. If 
if somebody in 2020 or 2021 had sued and said UCLA, because they canceled out their bowl game, they should be held to pay $3 million. Would, would, would anybody have been on the Holiday Bowl side or anything like this? Maybe they still aren't. I mean, maybe, maybe they're still not on, on their side because of when, the, when this happened. But because some of their football players tested positive for COVID, should they get a pass for all of that? Um, the bowl organization has not paid uh, Oregon or the Pac-12 the $2.45 million it owes for the Ducks' participation for last year's game, saying it would be applied toward damages for the cancellation of the 2021 game. So Oregon got screwed. <laughs> They're $2.45 million um, because the Holiday Bowl said, hey, man, um, somebody's got to pay. We're not going to pay. The Pac-12 in a statement. Despite Pac-12's good faith efforts, efforts to find an amicable and fair resolution, the Holiday Bowl, Holiday Bowl fought a lawsuit this week seeking to leverage for its own uh, financial gain the global 19 pandemic, which, after the cancel, which uh, led to the cancellation of the 2021 Holiday Bowl. It's also now refusing to pay uh, its the fees it owes the Pac-12 or our member participation in the 2022 Holiday Bowl in clear breach of our agreement. The Pac-12 plans to vigorously defend against a lawsuit which is wholly without merit and to seek the monies owed by the Holiday Bowl under our agreement. That's fun stuff. Fun stuff. All right, when we come back, there's a name that keeps floating around for the Atlanta Hawks to trade for. We'll get you involved at 404-726-0929. And I'll ask Day Day as well. Do you guys want this name or not? I say no. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 929 The Game and the Odyssey.com app. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put 
let the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game. Back at a Chuckery Show. Brownlicker Music Hour rolling right along. 404-749-741-0929. The Solomon Brothers Diamond Text Line. We're going to open up the phone lines to you like we did earlier. 404-726-0929. 404-726-0929. So I'm seeing, a, I'm, I'm seeing multiples of places that have a name that the Hawks should be looking at trading for. Um, they could use him, this, that, and the other, blah, 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 blah. And that name is Kristaps Porzingis. Now, look, Porzingis is a pretty good score, right? He's averaged 23 points a game this past season, 22 uh, with Washington, you know, in that short stint. For the last, what, one Two, three, what, four, no, sorry, three, three years, uh, four years, sorry, he's been, he's averaged over 20 points per game. This past season, shot 38.5% from three. He averaged five and a half threes attempted per game. But he's a guy that's seven foot three, plays 30 feet from the basket, averages 23 points, but only eight. Point four rebounds, not even eight and a half rebounds per game. And obviously, you know, again, he's not a very good defensive player. Um, I, c- I can look up his uh, defensive rating, but and I've seen his name linked to the Hawks that they should be in trade talks. Now, contractually speaking, Porzingis is got one more year under contract at $33.8 million. 33.8 is what he's owed this upcoming season. Then he's got a player option that's available. Uh, No, sorry. Um, His player option year is this year. Sorry, I I, I got that wrong. His player option year is this year because 23-24. So he made $33.8 million last year. He's got a player option for over $36 million that he can pick up. And obviously, you know, we'll see if he does that. But again, who's giving Porzingis $36 million a year right now? For a guy that since his second year in the league, you know, rookie year, 72 games. Second year, 66 games. In all of the seasons since then, he's only had one game or, sorry, one season where he's played over he's played 65 games. He's had seasons where he's played 48, he missed a whole year, uh 57, uh 43, 51, uh you know, he's injured a lot. I don't I don't know why we would want a 7 foot 3 guy that plays 30 feet from the basket though. Don't I have enough of those types of guys, you know? Already on my roster, 
I need somebody who can be down low and defend and bang around and say what you will about Clint Capello. But Capello's an elite rebounder. He's a, you know, very kind of mediocre offensive player, but he's at least a decent rim protector, and he's an elite rebounder. And that's what I need more of than what I need from Przingis shooting 30-foot threes, right? So I I, I guess because he's in the final year uh, or he's got his player option, I, I don't know. Help, help me understand at 404-726-0929. Data, what were your thoughts about Porzingis? Um, you know, when I was looking up, you know, a, a while back, like 2023 free agents, and he was he's in the top ten um, of the names that come up on the list, though. And of the names, he was like the one that stuck out the most. But to your point, what he's going to be owed – um, the fact that because we need, you know, if you're seven foot, you, we need rebounds from yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, it's I, great it, that you can score, but, right. you know, we need rebounds. And so, and obviously you'd be looking at, you know, replacing who you're going to move out the way. Capella, double O, which are both, you know, Clint's clearly our best rebounder. But I'd probably put double O in there right in the mix as probably one of our next best rebounders. And, and would you would you want so let me ask you this. If you traded, let's say he picks up his player option, mm-hmm. okay? Would you trade John Collins for Kristaps Porzingis? I would do that actually. I would do that. I would do that because Clint's still on the roster, right? Clint's not an offensive, you right. know, we, we're not looking at Clint as somebody that we need him dropping, you know, right. 20 points a night, nothing no. like that. So I, w- I wouldn't be mad at that, actually. I wouldn't be mad at that. Because, again, Przingis likes to play at the perimeter anyway. Right, but he's not a great defender. He's injured a pretty good bit. Um, and, again, one of our problems is guys that just drive right to the basket and score on us, right? Yeah. I mean, and, and he's not going to provide any of that. I mean, he's seven foot three, so you, you can't take that away from him, right? I mean, that's, you know, when, when you're, you know, that kind of height, I mean, you know, yeah, but, again, you can't teach height, right? Right. But, I, but to your point earlier this week, that's when your, you know, your, uh, your championship coach – has to to lay down the 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 law of the land and say, look, this is what we're going to need from well, you. Well, if he can't play defense, he can't play defense, though. I mean that that's mm-hmm. I mean if he's not capable of playing, I mean at seven foot three, it's hard to play defense for most seven footers, right? And, and he and again, you would probably want him more at the power forward spot than you would your center yeah. because if I could have Capella, then mm-hmm. I could leave him down low exactly, and and but. Again, do I want Chris Tapps Porzingis? I mean, I know that's his game, but how does that benefit the Hawks? Like, yeah, it's a giver. It's a give and take. You're gonna give up that extra defensive buy because you already look. Yes, everybody says Trey stepped it up a little bit defensively, but the reality of it is, he's still not one of our better defenders. Right. 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 Um, so, how many of those guys can you have on on one the team? court? Exactly. Right. So it's right. gonna be give or take. Like, yeah, you might get the offense, but you're gonna be giving it up on defense. Yeah, and look, I, I don't think he's a bad player. I don't, I don't think it's anything like that. But I just, I, I don't. Even his time with the Wizards, 
Okay? And he's been a 20-point scorer. How good are the Wizards? I mean, in all honesty. like I mean, how they're good? right there with us, to be honest with you. Well, I, I mean, mean they're, they're not even – but, I mean, they even finished lower than we yeah, did, though. But, I mean, you know, they, they made a run. They, they tried to make yeah, but, a run. But, but you have a super max player in Bradley Beal, and you have Porzingis making $35 million yeah. a year. How good were their, how good yeah. was their team, though? Right. No, no, I agree. I mean, that, that's, the, that's the other thing. I mean, look, if, if he was a guy with a championship pedigree and all this kind of stuff, that'd be one thing. This pedigree isn't that, you know, they – He's not been he's not been on a lot of winning franchises, and I understand that he played, um, you know, a couple of years ago for Dallas and stuff. But, um, and they and they certainly made the big move to to get him in. But his time in Dallas, fifty seven, forty three, thirty four, and that was because of the trade. But again, he didn't play a whole lot. How much impact did he have? Like I said, since his second year in the league, that's the last time he played. You know, more than sixty five games in a year. He's had one 65-game season, which was last year. So at least he's got that because he wants to get paid. But I just – I I don't see this as a good fit. Yeah. And I've seen this – and I've seen this trade multiples of times. Like, I've, I've seen his name linked to the Hawks Yeah, multiples of times. I actually – so another name that's on the list further down um, that I actually kind of like a little bit more is his teammate in Kyle Kuzma. Um, yeah, I mean, it felt like we should have gotten Kyle Kuzma three or four years ago. Yeah, like that—that that feels like I don't—I don't, I don't want to say that the time has passed, but, but I know what you mean. Like it, it, it felt like we had a shot to get Kyle Kuzma three mm-hmm. or four years ago, and we didn't pursue it. Yeah, yeah, we didn't pursue it. But I just don't like the idea. I mean, and maybe call me an old head. Call call me an old school guy. I don't like the idea of a seven foot three guy playing thirty feet from the basket and you know, hucking up half a dozen threes. Yeah, I mean, it's different if, you know, we're, we're, we've been monitoring the game tonight, right? And, uh-huh. like, Joker, while his point, now he's up there, but while his point total was low, at one point he had more assists early in the game. He had, like, six assists, and I think the Heat only had eight as a team. Well, he's been, know? remember, remember he did that in a couple of games against L.A. where yeah. that, that I think that game one – by the time he got to the third quarter, he was a triple double. Right. But in that game one, he like he had no points in the first quarter and six assists. Right. So it's like now, unless Porzingis is that type of player playing away from the basket, that's a different story. But he's not. I mean, he's two point seven assists and eight point four rebounds. <laughs> he's less than eight and a half rebounds and under three assists. And he's again a block and a half per game. Now he was better in his earlier days, but. That was, I mean, that was his second lowest career average as far as block shots go, 1.5. He had a 1.3 back in um, his second year with the uh, Mavericks. I just, I'm not enamored by that. Just give me Jalen Brown. <laughs> I just get Jalen Brown. I get one of the best two-way players in the NBA. Just, we're going to go bold. Let's go bold with it with a guy that can help us win. Yeah. You know, and, and I do think, I do think that there is, Something about coming from a, a winning organization. Like, I don't like guys that come from organizations that don't win unless you surround them. You know, look, Kevin Love was a guy who did not win. But Kyrie Irving and LeBron James, you could have him be that third wheel, right? And Kevin Love played well in Cleveland. Yeah. And he played well in the playoffs for Cleveland. Yeah. And he showed you that he was more than just 
an empty stat guy playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Yep. But I don't I don't know that with the talent we have that Porzingis is just the right guy. And again, you know, you're probably looking at like John Collins, similar positions. I mean, Porzingis can play power forward center, mm-hmm. similar types of positions. Um, money-wise, it's not that dr- drastically. I mean, Hawks may have to throw a little bit of something right. in with the deal, but not very, not that drastically of a, of a difference between those two guys. But I don't know. I just I've seen this name pop up multiples of times, and I just don't really think that it's. I, I just don't think it's necessarily a good fit. So um, we'll see, though. I mean, yeah, stranger things have happened. They've got to do something to shake up this roster, right? They've they've got to do something to shake things up. They can't just go status quo and bring everybody back and tell me about how we're communicative and collaborative. All right, WWE was in Saudi Arabia over the weekend. My thoughts about that. Chuck Green, the Kia Studios, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, the Odyssey.com app. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices, anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Sports Radio, 92.9 The Game, back at a Chuckery Show. Headed to the top of the hour. Is it JR Sports Brief or we got somebody else JR coming in? Sports Brief. All right. 11 o'clock, that will uh, all kick off. Um, so the uh, I didn't get a chance to. We were off Memorial Day, um, off last night. Um, Tuesday night was Rankum. So we had not had a chance to talk about the WWE pay-per-view. Now, this was at 1.30 in the afternoon on Saturday. And I watched it Saturday night because um, Lord knows I had other things to do on a Saturday afternoon at 1 o'clock in the afternoon. But um, first off, I don't like these pay-per-views, and I understand why they do it. I mean, good Lord, they got like $100 million from, from Saudi Arabia uh, again, and hopefully they didn't get their plane you know, stuck on the tarmac like they did before. But um, I'll say this. This was another good pay-per-view for WWE 
and they're on a pretty good roll. I saw some of the action of the, uh, what do you call it, AEW, Double or Nothing show. Um, yeesh, um, yeah, that was that was rough. But um, but this was another pretty good pay per view for the WWE, and the ending was great. I mean, that it was all about the main event at the at the well, actually the the co main events. The, the first match was for that uh, Fakakta title that they just created, Seth Rollins versus AJ uh, Styles. Okay, I mean, it, it was a okay match. wasn't very exciting, very great. Um, you know, again, they they do this brand split thing, and then they all cross pollinate each other on on all their shows because AJ Styles, who's on SmackDown, then he was on Monday Night Raw. Congratulating Seth. Um, so it was all right match. I mean, it was nothing nothing really special. It sort of didn't feel like a title match, right? Didn't feel like a heavyweight title match uh, on there. Um, and then you get the Miz and Ricochet. Okay, jeez, oh, you know, just just junk. Then um, I uh, oh sorry, Indus Share or whatever it is. Uh, again, this this group is ridiculous. Like they're they're just you know Veer and Sanga, um, brought out by Jinder Mahal. Like this this group is just ridiculous. Alpha Academy versus Imperium. Okay. You know, it's, again, another ridiculous uh, deal. Um, they had the women's tag team match, right, because they had they were going into a Fatal 4 and they had to crown new champions because Raquel Gonzalez is tag team partners with, uh, what's her name, Liv Morgan, and Liv got hurt. Liv got hurt, and she's going to be out several months or whatever like that. So uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler won this thing. Like, they're trying to get one last run out of Ronda Rousey. But, yeah, God, Ronda, she's yeah. so uninspiring. I mean, she's so bad right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, it's funny you said that because I feel I was watching some. I don't know if it was it was something I was watching on her, and I thought to myself, I was I thought to myself, they went wrong with her when they tried to turn her heel. That was just, in my yeah. opinion. I but, think, but, but again, the other, but she was such a goofy looking baby face though because she was always smiling, and I mean, yeah, that was the Vince McMahon thing was smile all the time. I mean, look. She's the baddest woman on the planet. Yeah. Okay. Set her up that way. Yeah. Give her the give her make her not the the female stone cold in a sense. If well, that that's makes Becky me. Lynch. Yeah, I know that, but that and that's the thing. Like because <laughs> you could have her be a baby face, but she's a tough girl. Yeah. And and, and she doesn't have to go out there and smile. All the, no. I mean, that's Bianca Belair's problem. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, Bianca is, is always she's smiling. She's way too happy. <laughs> always. Like, way too happy. Even in matches. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm telling you, it's going to be interesting to see when they turn her heel because, you know, that match in Puerto Rico, mm-hmm. EO Sky was, the people that was who the people were rooting for. Right. They were booing her. Yep. They were booing Bianca Belair. Yeah. And, and it, it does come a point where it's like, okay, like, again, it's so over the top. And yeah. Ronda was becoming that way. Her debut was one of the great debuts in, in wrestling history. Yep. When she was with Kurt Angle at the WrestleMania in New Orleans, yep. and they took on Stephanie and Triple H. And Triple H, yeah. Great, great debuts. Yep, and but, a great, yeah. Uh, and um, I didn't like the triple threat match at WrestleMania they, when her and Becky and Charlotte headlined. Yeah. I think that was a very good match. I Again, I was disappointed. Great moment for Becky. I love the moment for Becky. I just wasn't a great match, but... They're the tag team champions now. 
Does anybody care about Ronda Rousey at this point in the WWE? Nah. And then I think that stint away too hurt her too because she she yeah. left for a little while and well because she started calling out the WWE yeah. universe and yeah. she started making she started ruffling some feathers. Yeah. So, so I think that hurt her too. So. Um, Bronson Reed and Shinsuke. I mean, I don't get the whole Shinsuke Naka Nakazura thing. Um, where the hell my where the hell my uh, hold on wait where did my uh, where did my where the hell did my pay per view results uh, come from? Um, why don't they have uh, why don't they have all this? So I'm trying to see what the what the actual results are because this was that was raw. Um, here we go. Let's see if this is uh, this is it. All right, so. The Seth Rollins match was good. Becky Lynch and Trish Stratus. Sorry, I had the, I the, wrong, I had the Raw show. Becky Lynch and, and Trish Stratus. This was actually pretty good. Like the, these, How did Trish look pretty good, she though? She looked pretty good. I mean, she she played a good heel um, because, like, she did a couple of moves to Becky and then got up on the second rope and started taking a bow. And, like, like she was she was a pretty good heel. Like, this was this was probably better than what it should have been. I like I like this match, uh, Mustafa Ali versus Gunther wasn't very long, thank God. <laughs> um, then Bianca Belair and Oscar, and so Oscar beat Bianca Belair for the title. Right. I like Oscar. Uh, just if you could tone down Bianca Belair, she's so good. She's so physically imposing, and she's really a good wrestler, mm-hmm. and she's picked up on the business very quickly. Right, we had her on the show months ago. Right. Um, I, I I like the finish because Asuka, instead of spitting the mist in Bianca's face, spit it on her hand, mm-hmm. and then when she got picked up, she rubbed it in her eyes. I like that finish. Like yeah. I, I like that. I like that creative finish. I just I don't I don't know putting the title on Asuka. I I like Bianca Belair. I think I think she should have had a longer run and in. She's the longest running, I think, women's champion of all time. I was gonna time say, you think like she's that. getting ready to take a break because I know she was on, she was on, Could uh, be. she was on Nick Cannon's show, uh, wilding out. Her well, and her y- husband y- were on there. But you know, you know what the fear is with some of these girls now? Pregnant. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Becky Lynch got pregnant when she had the title, right? Remember yeah. she she had. Remember she gave away the title to Oscar. Yeah, and the um, twins, uh, one of the twins when uh, oh, they the were Bella uh, twins. the Bella twins. Yeah, uh, um, the. Um, um, what's her name? Uh, Ty Conti with uh, Sammy Guevara yeah. in AEW. She's pregnant now. Right. So, again, there's that fear about these girls. I don't want to say fear, but they end up getting pregnant, yeah. you know, from from their wrestler boyfriends and stuff. So, um, again, Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. This, this should have been a better match, but, I mean, it was like two minutes. Like, she just she beat her. And that's fine. I mean, it is what it is. They weren't going to put the belt on Natalia. Right. Um. Then we got to Brock and Cody. This was really good. Like, this was really good. And it was really well done because he had the brace on his forearm. Right. And they said it was made out of titanium. Okay, I'll give him the gimmick part of it. (laughs) But he started using it as a weapon. Mm -hmm. And this was good. But this was also the right result. Because now you set up the grudge match. Yep. Probably at SummerSlam. I don't know that they'll – because, again – I think they'll skip the the pay-per-views through the summertime and let Cody rehab, quote-unquote, rehab right. um, from his injury. And then I think they'll set up Cody and Brock at SummerSlam. Yeah. Which I hope that they do because 
That will be a good trilogy. Yeah. That, that will be a good trilogy match. But this was well done. Cody looked really good. He fought really hard, and, and, and I, I like the way that he handled this. But Brock is so good, too. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I'm a big Brock Lesnar fan. Yeah. Like I've, I've become completely sold on Brock Lesnar. And, you know, again, this, this was a really good match. I mean, that, that had a lot of intrigue to it. And, but the right guy won. The, the right guy yeah. did win in this thing. Then we get to the main event. It was Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens with the tag team titles versus Roman Reigns and Sola Sokoa. And so the big thing in the match was at one point, they're out there, they're all brawling. The Usos come, and they weren't supposed to be there, right? right. So, so the thing on SmackDown was the, the Friday before, hey, you don't need to be there. You need, you, you'll be at his thousand day, because Friday night is the thousand day celebration right. for Roman, okay? So they were invited to that, but they weren't invited to come to Saudi Arabia, right? right? So they show up in Saudi Arabia. And I know it's all, you know, right, right. kayfabe storyline, stuff like that. And they go to give Sammy a super kick, they, that double super kick they do. Go to give him that, and they kick Sokoa. And Roman sees it. I don't know how much he saw, but he saw it. And then they get in, you know, schmas where they, they basically, you know, Roman is pushing those guys around yep. and saying, what are you guys doing? What are you, you know, and all that kind of stuff. And then what was it? Is it Jimmy? That gave, yeah, uh, that yeah. Who gave, was it, Jimmy or Jay? I think it's Jimmy, Jimmy gives them gives yeah. him the kick, and yeah. Rome, and he super kicks Roman. Yeah, and now the bloodline looks yeah. like it's super kicked him twice. Yes, super kicked him twice. Yeah, and then Owens um, got the pinfall over yeah. Sokoa when it was all said and done. But um, this was fascinating. But yeah, like the, this this was this was fascinating storytelling mm-hmm. because we kind of thought, yep, but we didn't really know. Yeah. And obviously, Sola Sokoa and the Usos are brothers, right? So those, yeah, three, real brother, those yeah. three guys are all brothers in real yeah. life. Like, they're all brothers. Yep. And Roman is obviously, like, their cousin or whatever like yeah. that. So Roman is, is he Afa or Sika's son or something like that? But I the, forgot but the, who but, his dad but the, was. But the Usos and Solo, their dad is Rikishi. Rikishi, yeah. Yeah, and there's been some rumors about Rikishi's coming back um, to, to settle some of this, you know. to But... That was a great moment. Yeah. And, and again, the right team won, but the moment, the story. Mm-hmm. The last two matches were really, really good. Like yeah. Brock and Cody and then the tag team match. It was long. I mean, yeah. it was tiring, you know, but that finish was fantastic. Yeah. That, was the, that was the finish that we've been looking for. And while the Bloodline story has kind of gotten stale and drug out over the last – you know, we talked about this with Eric Bischoff. Yeah. Like, at some point there has to be a payoff, right? Yeah. And maybe this is the start of the payoff. Yeah. Because I think their next pay-per-view is Money in the Bank. Yeah, and I think what's going to happen, I think what's going to happen now is, to your point, like the storyline was getting stale. Mm-hmm. I think now what you're going to start, what we're going to start seeing is a rift between Jimmy and Jay because Jay wasn't cool with him doing the super kick. Yeah, I mean, he th- was, that, that he was, be. I mean, the brothers, you know, I mean, obviously the brothers, you know, against Sokoa are also yeah. going to be interesting to see. Yeah. But, so that's how you kind of get a little more life out of yeah. that storyline. Yeah. You well, know? they're they're gonna drag this as long as they can because yeah. this has been a moneymaker. Like yeah. this has been a listen, their their gates, I mean, we gotta go, I know, but their gates and pay-per-view, I mean, staggering. Yeah. Like like they are just putting they're printing money money over hand. I mean, just they're they're printing money right now. They're making money hand over fist and all this yes. kind of stuff. So yeah, it's been a boom year for the WWE. All right, going to wrap it up with a love TKO up next. Chuck Green, the Key Studios, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, Odyssey.com app.
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.